previously on the Hired Swords. Why is it that Wild Hill bothers me so much? Everything here moved so fast. Kriggs and I came here for some fruit. Then I get to watch friends fall unconscious, reunite a family, watch others lose companions. But here we are, trying to solve problems that only a few here can see. We aren't heroes, or at least I'm not. I just can't sit idle and watch the balance tip toward chaos. Did Hurley give us the direction we needed? Could Delmar's affliction be related to the corruption in the wild? Is gold the only motivation for the chief in Donaldi? Uh, one answer leads to more questions. I, I guess maybe we should see Tubbs? Uh, how have we not seen or heard of this man? listening to the hired swords or are you the world will never know Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Hired Swords. I am your Dungeon Master, Mike, and with me is Derek as Davin. Snacks, yay. And Blaze is Kriggs. I normally go last. Hi. Hi, and Ash is Gwendolyn. Hello. And you know him, you love him. Mikey is Joxer. Oh, no, you found me. (laughs) (laughs) He's a sneaky fella. Well, uh, we're back, and uh, we left off last time on our adventures through Wild Hill after a conversation with Hurley, learning some some of Hurley's own secrets, as well as some information about the, the town and what's kind of going on there. The the hired swords, that our group here have decided they really need more answers. And um, they are, we, we pick up without much to recap because we just had a real long conversation. And if you need to know what that conversation was, Make sure you've listened to the last episode. Uh, otherwise, the the party finds themselves making their way out of Hurley's house, back through where they came, through the back door, in through the uh, little supply closet that opens to a door with a ramp going down this down back outside in between Hurley's house and a trail that leads to Hurley's knickknacks shop. And there is Slim standing at the uh, bottom of that ramp, ready to escort you guys back to the back door of the knickknack shop. Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I think that went better than expected. I definitely wasn't sure what what it was going to be, but he was much more cordial in the end. Was it just me, or did that not go how I planned it all? Well, what exactly did you have planned? I don't know. Fire, brimstone. Uh, who? I mean, it's so much mystery at this point. That's not what I expected. Honestly, to me, it's kind of a breath of fresh air to have somebody who's not really against us. It sounds like he's kind of needing answers and on the same page as us, you know? It's better than having another person that's sneaking around doing shady things. It's uh, also nice to have someone who wants to ask questions and learn as opposed to just hunt. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, who is this Tubbs? I've n- never heard of him. I believe he owns the, the Tinker Shop, north side of town, uh, just past the Longhouse, I believe. We can go pay him a visit and find out what he knows. I imagine his shop is open by now. That sounds fine to me. I, I, I agree. I, I, when Harley was talking, I, I thought he, he was talking about Tomba, but Tubbs. Hmm. Oh yeah, I can I can understand where you'd make that, that <laughs> I, connection. I just didn't know if he, he had a nickname. He's a little portly. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe maybe it is uh, Tomba. Whenever we go over there, it'll be the it, it'll be him with maybe a different suit. Oh, that'd be a nice twist to it, wouldn't it? Get a little bit of everything going on in this town. I, I, I'm still suspicious of Tomba. Yeah, you keep saying that, and I'm not really sure why. It seemed like a nice guy so far. I, I don't know. He, he, there's just something about him. Did he I mean, treat you weird whenever you went to the the bathroom? <laughs> what I beg your pardon? <laughs> when when he escorted escorted you, did did he did he do anything? No, it was more of his like d- demeanor. I I, I don't know. Uh, it's probably nothing. All right. I suppose that was when I was speaking with Solarin initially, and you you all spoke with Tomba and the chief. Yeah, you weren't around at that point. <sighs> well, I suppose let's uh, head north and see if this Tubbs Tomba connection is. One uh, another unexpected surprise this morning. Sounds good. Um, I need to ask Slim for something. Uh, before before we leave, um, kind of go up to Slim since he's been sitting here listening to us at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, he's. Um, are you are you ready to go? It sounds like you're heading up to Tubbs' shop. Uh, yes. Um, I, I'd like to ask you for a couple of specific supplies. Okay, what is that? Um, some, some herbs and incense, and then, um, uh, do, do you have any mercury? Um, mer- mercury? I, I'm not sure I know what that is. It, it would be kind of a, a, a very bright and silver, shiny liquid. I see. Uh, well, if, if it's a type of silver or metal i don't know is it is it a metal it's something something to that extent yes yes then then perhaps um perhaps uh, the armor bearer or or perhaps tub may know of it more dealing with those types of items i i just i'm not familiar with what it is you're talking about but the the spices and, and things that and incense and that stuff we could we could find that yes come tell me exactly what you need and he'll kind of turn and walk back to the back of the, the, the entrance into the shop and kind of beckon you guys to follow as he prepares to walk in and go help you find whatever you need. Awesome. Um, so I'll uh, just kind of go through and I, I just need about 20 golds worth of uh, charcoal, incense and herbs just kind of Okay, uh, you can get a ton for 20 gold, so... Uh, <laughs> He's walking out with satchels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. can you bring a cart huh. and a horse to pull this with me, for me? Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, yeah. He, you could probably buy him out of all of those things for, like, six gold. Uh, like, all he has left. Okay, uh, then that that's not really... I, I need this amount's worth of... Sure. Yeah, so that Jeez. sounds good. So, so you, we all take special orders. <laughs> so, okay. uh, yeah. Do you have any wholesale? Would you like to set up a wholesale account? Um, <laughs> he, uh, as you ask for you know, the little specifics that you need, the charcoal, this this particular herb, this particular spice, he's going through and finding, and he, and he has at least a little bit of everything you need. Uh, and uh, finally, when it's all said and done, it's about. It's about four gold worth of everything. And a few of the things he did not have much of at all. So okay. but you got it all from him. Okay. Uh, thank you, Slim. Uh, this this will help uh, uh, at least for a start. Yes, no no problem. Uh, he puts his hand out to accept and accepts the, the, the gold. And, and uh, if there's anything else, uh, please let me know. I will. I, I really appreciate everything you've done so far. Of course. And he turns, goes back behind the counter and starts to put the gold away. He says, you, you all be safe as you uh, figure it out, whatever you're figuring out. Perhaps, I don't know, Tub can put together whatever it is you're needing for you. I, I slap Joxer on the back. Not hard, but with a little firm. Really, uh, really cleaned him out there, huh? 
uh, as you do that, like I, I grapple slightly on one of the satchels and like a puff of like incense kind of goes up and I just start sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Need it, it, It's just we need to clean up the, the bogus shack a little bit. Craig's make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Please hold. I don't have dice. What is wrong with me? Really? Wow. We came to play D&D, my friend. I know. We thought we played I, magic. I thought this was no <laughs> dice sorry, I thought night. this was like, we're coming to do football. Football. And that is a five. Wait, plus my con. It's a nine. You totally sneeze. <laughs> oh. Worth the wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little snot comes down and stuck in your beard. You don't know. Jockster, oh, you no. see it. You see it plain as day. Oh, oh, Griggs. Oh, what? You. Nothing, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> Davin just walking by just whispers in Jockster's ears like, leave it there. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes walking out of the store laughing. Friendship. We we love each other here. It's it's obvious. <laughs> Gwen notices all this bromance happening. She's she's wondering what's going on. <laughs> uh, I I suppose <sighs> to tubs we go. Uh, yes, I see. Yes. Doctor, you want to drop that stuff off at the the house first, or do you just want to carry it with you? Uh, actually, if we. Uh, Watch the door, and then I'm going to lay out the the portable hole and drop it down, and then uh, it'll fold be it one back smelly up. hole. Oh, it's like a bath and beyond Ew. in there. No, a bath and body works. It's like a bath there and body works. There you go. It's going to be it's going to be beautiful. I'll turn mm-hmm. it into a bath or like a a spa treatment place in the future. <laughs> a brew and body works. Hey, sorry, Whoa. I'm the worst. Brew and body works. I like that. That's good. That's fine. It's okay. All right, so after Joxer fills his hole with incense, you guys begin to walk towards Tubbs Tinker Shop. And you don't, there is, uh, there are quite a few folks out and about now as breakfast has kind of wound down and people are out going where they, uh, they were going to go for the day. And they are, uh, there are some of these, you know, adventurer types. The hunters are, are kind of back and out. And you, you saw some when you were doing dinner last night. And there's a few more out. You could, maybe some arrived in the night. Maybe some got back and had to go, you know, just went ahead and retired for the night before you got uh, into the longhouse. But there seemed to be a lot more back in town than there were before, you know, over the last few days. But you uh, head north towards the mountains and, and kind of walk by a few just kind of local homes and go around a uh, follow the road path in between a couple of hills and and uh, stuff with homes kind of sitting there till you find your way to a taller a little more uh, stone built structure than you're used to seeing around here and on the outside of this building you see a uh, many piles of like scrap wood and and scrap there's stone kind of piled here and there and different piles of metal. They seem to be sorted in some way. Uh, there's uh, an anvil on the outside and a stove uh, that's uh, outside that stone building as well. And it looks very uh, unkempt and just kind of kind of a mess. But uh, the door stands open and you don't really hear anything, whatever going on inside, but it just stands open, like welcoming whoever. I think this is the place. Uh, it it looks like it, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna giggle a little bit towards uh, uh, Devin, and then uh, hold on, Kriggs, come here, and I'm gonna like lick my thumb and act like I'm gonna <laughs> clean his face, but then I'm gonna cast press digitation and then like lift that snot and throw it on the ground like I. Oh I, God! <laughs> What's wrong with you? Ugh. You see Gwendolyn laughing <laughs> behind. Like it was kind of funny at first, but it was getting a little gross. I, I you know, we, we're we're going to meet someone new. I didn't, I didn't want you to not have your best face on. First impressions are everything. It's Ugh. true. I just 
walk in ahead of them, slightly upset, but also fully shamed. You hear Gwendolyn okay. look at her bag, and she just goes, Dale, quit laughing. <laughs> I will follow in behind. All right, you guys walk in there, and the place is a mess. There's stone walls lined with huge wooden beams, and you can't tell where one pile of scrap metal and scrap wood begins and where another ends. It's just piles here and there uh, all over of stuff. There there doesn't look to be anything in here for sale inside this shop. It's just like a, like a storage area. And through the back door, you can hear very low kind of gravelly humming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh this starts to feel a little bit more like home and uh the and there's a there's a half door in the back that the bottom is closed the top is wide open and uh, it goes right out to the back where you can kind of see the mountain side as the mountains start to climb up behind this house as this is the very north edge of town where the mountains begin again good good morning <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh Tub Tub I assume. Um Yeah. And uh a I love this voice. Face. Is, is this a Ludo? <laughs> a face. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know who that is, so maybe. Um a face shows up in the half door kind of leaning backwards and looking through the opening and you see a grayish green skinned humanoid looking man he's very large he has uh, no hair except on the sides and it's kind of long the top is very bald uh, but it's kind of a grayish black he has red tattoo like markings on his neck and he has huge tusks that go up from his bottom and this is a half orc man and as he leans back and sees you coming he goes um, we've never met please come on back of course uh my name is Kriggs. you can call me Kriggs. that's fine uh and these are my friends uh and i'm gonna start walking back i've got well jocks are here davin and gwyn they are companions of mine. We, we've been traveling and hope to find you well this morning. A pleasure. Yeah, well, I guess I suppose I'm well. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what do you what do you want? What do you, what do you need? He just stares at you all just one at a time, kind of. You see he's wearing he's wearing a, like a tank top with a leather vest over it. And uh, the back that you're looking at there is um there's uh it looks like a like a canopy coming off the back of the building that covers a small well it's a large bed but it's small for him and uh a, a stool and and some items like living quarters items back there under that little canopy area and uh then you see just several tables set out with different items on them and you see all kinds of different uh, it, most of it just looks like junk uh, but uh, there's metal pieces here metal pieces there there's wooden wood piled on this part of it there's some stuff that's a little bit more shiny and glistening on one side and a few bags a few bottles of of, of some sort of something inside these little vials or bottles uh, just kind of spread out on these tables behind him as he stands. Uh, one of the ones that he stands in front of, right directly in front of, you can see behind him was some parchment and he has like a, a quill in his hand as he turns wearing this kind of tank top or sleeveless uh, tunic that is tied around his, a belt tied around his waist and he has an apron that's kind of a leather apron going from his waist down. And uh, he's wearing a, a pair of like sandals on his feet that are pretty thick leather strapped sandals. Um, and he just kind of stares at you waiting after asking, what do you, what do you want? What is it? What do you need? What is it? Well, uh, you came highly recommended as something of a master tinkerer by, well, Hurley. Tink, tinker, yeah, I, I dabble, I guess. Um, 
and he kind of looks to the floor almost like shamefully as he says that and and he looks back up to you all and says did he send you uh did he send you to have something made well go ahead i i, I hello i i feel like y- you might have some magic items we're not really here to p- purchase uh, i i don't keep them here usually um there's this and he turns and he uh, picks up a, a a bottle full of this like kind of greenish yellow liquid he said i am i have this but i haven't found a use for it yet so it just sits here right now i could sell you this and he holds it out to you oh what exactly is that it's uh, i call it i call it slippery oil it it's just really slippery for a while and uh if you put it out somewhere uh people will slip but i i i don't need it i i just i thought i might could use it on Another item, but I haven't found anything to do with it yet. So uh, I could sell it. Sli- slippery boy. Okay. Um. How? How much? Ah. Uh, oh, good gosh. Um. I hadn't. I hadn't thought of that. Um. Oh. Um. Maybe I'll take a little vial of it. Gold or two. Do I get the feeling that he's like not a very smart guy? Um, you get the feeling, make an insight check. Sure. Yo, are you trying to get in the way, in the way of my oil, bro? I'm uh, 18. Up the money. Um, he, yeah, uh, you kind of get that he's not stupid. Um, but he's, he's not like, uh, maybe he doesn't know the ways of the world very much. He's, he's kind of. I don't know. Uh, describe him as like maybe laser focused on what he is good at and, and nothing else has ever mattered to him. So he just doesn't know a lot of stuff. Okay. I also kind of would assume just based on the fact of my my history with orcs and understanding that they don't typically live very long lives, if not, you know, yeah. slain in battle. Whoops. Uh, they don't yeah. live very long. And so half orcs probably don't either. So I assume he's pretty young. Sure. Um, Davin's going to take this into account. He's going to interrupt Kriggs. He's going to say, um, well, maybe you can judge it based off of that thing you sold to the, the king or to the chief. Um, I can't remember what it was. Kriggs, what was the thing the, king, the chief was talking about that he bought from Tubbs here? Tubbs, maybe you remember. Slippery oil, was it? No. Right. Yes. Oh, you know, I don't recall what he called it. It had a fancy name, I thought. Tob, you would, you would know. You sold it to him. I can't remember exactly what it was. Okay, Davin, make a deception check with advantage because Kriggs is helping you. All right. Ooh, I never get to use deception. This is fun. Uh, I only rolled an eight, but I have a plus seven. Um, hold on. I might have something else. Was that with advantage? Yeah. I rolled a, a six and an eight. Um, give me a second. I have well, an ability. I mean, it, you didn't need a lot. Okay, so 15. <laughs> okay, so you did it. You succeed. He just says, oh, um, was it the arrows or the dagger? Maybe maybe it was the dust. Oh, the ring could have been. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff. Let me think. It doesn't matter. Pricing, uh, It's there's nothing. Those are like, he usually gives me, hmm. One gold's probably fine. Here you go. And he hands it out to you. One gold seems like a fair price. Yeah, one one gold is fair enough. Uh, I'm going to take the vial of whatever he's given me and uh, give him kind of tink over a gold, like uh, flicking a coin. Bing! Okay. <laughs> uh, you flick it to him and he just watches it fly at him and it hits him in the chest and he reaches his hand up real quick after it hits him in the chest. And he catches it on his chest, but, uh, and he looks at it. Thank you. Have a nice day. And uh, he turns around like he's going to go t- back. Tubbs. To Tubbs. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's all. That's really all I have that 
It's useful. Uh, you right wouldn't. Now. You wouldn't happen to have any uh, mercury uh, or a drop of mercury? Hmm. Do you only need a drop? Uh, I mean, a, a drop specifically, but a, a small vial's worth would be. Uh, hang on. And he turns and he walks into the the house and you hear him rummaging around and if you can if you look in and see in the door he's walking directly to a, a, a couple piles and he's looking directly in there and he's pulls some things around and you see one pile looks like it's just got just bags different kinds of bags in it another pile is a pile of just vials of stuff some of most of them look empty but he uh reaches down and grabs one vial he comes back to you and he holds it up and it's got like it's got it's like if the vial you know it's got like about a quarter of what the vial would hold of this shiny uh, shiny mercury colored silvery looking uh, liquid and he looks at it with one eye and he hands it he reaches it out to you he says here take it fantastic i think i got a bad deal here no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That's magic. This is just... I don't even know. I got it. I used it all, pretty much. There's just a little left. Jock, sir, do you need all that mercury to, to clean the boga shack? I... I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out new, new methods of, uh, you know, cleaning. Hmm. I'm starting to be offended okay. that he thinks I'm dirty. <laughs> uh, Tub looks at you all and his eyes, his face kind of crinkles. He goes, oh, I hate cleaning. Ugh, and he, I know where everything is. Don't mess with it. That's what I always say. And he starts to walk, like kind of mumbling back to himself as he walks back over to the table. I always say, I know where it is. It doesn't need to be cleaned up. Because I know where it is. I could go right to it. I got the mercury. I knew right where it was. Walked over there. There. Okay, let's see. So if I if I do it this way. And he starts kind of mumbling to himself as he starts to pick up that quill and write on this piece of uh, parchment. I'm sorry, uh, but he is Ludo to me, and I love him. Oh, God, <laughs> it's so great. Ludo. From, uh, uh, from not Patton's Labyrinth, just from Labyrinth. Yeah, the Labyrinth. Totally. Jim oh, Henson's, I know. I know that The big movie. guy that moves the rocks. Know. I know yeah. that Ludo. movie. Oh, that. Yeah, that guy's adorable. <laughs> Gwendolyn's going to walk up to Tubbs, and while he's writing and mumbling, mm-hmm. Mr. Tubbs, do, do you like m- making these special items? He stops. You see, he's, he's writing, and he stops kind of slowly. <clears throat> Hurley saved me. So, yeah, I like helping. And he keeps writing. I'm, I'm yes. sorry, but I'm confused, Hobbs. I thought you worked for the chief, not for Hurley. Oh, the chief tells me what he needs made. But I know the chief and Hurley work together, so I do it because it helps Hurley. Right, that makes sense. And I do, I do like the different jobs because I used to just put things together because I had to. I couldn't help it. I just had to do it. And now I get to make it and help somebody. And every day or every few days at least, there's a new puzzle to solve, something new to figure out. It's really fun. What kind of jobs would you do? Um, before? Yes, sorry. Um, well, it wasn't jobs, it was, you know, I'd see a wheel and a a rod and some planks and some rope, and I couldn't help but think of, if I put those together, what I could make it do. And so I did it, and then, and then... Nobody understood. So Hurley saw what I did and he understood. So he took me from there 
And now instead of being treated like I am useless, I'm actually helping. That that sounds good. I'm glad you found your place in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that... When I was there, it was... It was hard, but this is easy. And nobody makes me clean up. That must be nice. It's very nice, because when I clean up, I can't find anything. <laughs> anyway. I know I know the feeling. My friend Dale, he's a messy one. and Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't think I'm messy, because I know where everything is. But my organization looks messy to other people. Does that make sense? It, it does. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Tubbs. Yeah. So there's a little bit of me in every character, and, and that's what's that's what's <laughs> me in this one. <laughs> messy organization. Yeah. The messy organization, yeah. <laughs> don't clean my desk. I know where it all is. <laughs> it's a little bit of me and Davin, too. Specifically yeah. not telling people when they have snot on their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was so. That came out so uh, naturally. I had to. I had to pull down the fourth wall just for a second. <laughs> Hold I, on, we're in walls, dude. Where have you been? I uh, I we appreciate it, Tubbs. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Start. <laughs> do that again. Oh, I was, I was just saying. I, I I appreciate it, Tubbs. You've You're been welcome. very helpful. You're welcome. If there's anything else you need, you guys have been very kind and. and um, not a lot of people come up here, so... We're uh, actually on our way to go see the chief next. If there's anything you need delivered, we could go take it over there for you. Oh, yeah, give him this. And he turns back to the drawing he was doing, and he does a couple more things on it, and he rolls it up, and he hands it to him. He says, take him this, it'll be... Huh? Yeah, he may be interested in what that is. No problem, I'll take it right to him. Okay. Oh... Uh, Folks, is there anything else we need to ask of uh, Tobbs here? I'm I'm good. I, I, I'm good as well. Thank you for the slick oil. You're welcome. Use it wisely. Um, that stuff's hard to come by, so uh, you've got to... Don't waste it, you know what I mean? I just give him a wink and walk out. <laughs> I walk out too. I gotta say, in my notes, I wrote down slippery oil. Really slippery. Makes people slip. Because <laughs> that was the description I got for the thing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. So we walk out of the shops and I'm going to, the second we get out, out of sight of his shop, I'm going to pull that paper open and see what he was drawing. Yeah. Okay. When you pull it open, it is a, uh, it looks like a, like a, a battle helmet, like a war, a helmet uh, for a, you know, for a warrior, like a helm. And there, it looks like what could be etched on it, like drawn on it are, it looks like it could be branches, maybe like tree branches or um, maybe something on it like that, but make a perception or, or investigation check as you look at it. Sure. I'm getting all of the rolls today. Investigation. Oh, nope. Not me. That's a six. Okay. So yeah, it looks like that could be, it, it looks like it's just like kind of, it looks like it could be like an ornate helm that is fashioned to kind of have tree branches or sticks or something like that kind of weaving through the metal. Can one and call it horn material? What kind of material? Horn. Are you looking at this? Yes. Make an insight check. Okay. Mm. You're on the same page as I. Buddy, that's a natural 20. Hey, uh, definitely you look at it. You're, you kind of look over Davin's shoulder and those are f- that's freaking antlers in that helm. It's like it's like it's being cast with antlers mixed with the metal as a part of it. Hold up. Hold up. Did you say look over Davin's shoulders? Oh, <laughs> good point. You look up under Davin's arm. <laughs> He's as he holds it out. me as we're it's, 
I'm the little spoon looking as he's holding it in front of him. It's that really cute thing where your dog tries to go underneath your arm to see what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, yeah, that thing. It's that. I love it. But yeah, you see, that's that's definitely uh, horns or antlers that have been that are being kind of woven into the metal. Um, what do you guys just see? Just looks like a helmet to me. Those are horns. That's right there. That is that's an elk horn. It's got to be. I mean, I know these are blueprints, and I'm. I, are they using the great elk horns for this magic item? Well, Hurley did say that he uses the, the creatures that they kill on these hunts to create these magic items. But, but I, I thought he said he didn't see any horns. Well, it's, they hadn't used the horns yet from what our understanding is, what it looks but like he sells plans for him. He, he said that the, any of the, the elder beast items were not going through him. This is where I guess there was a third party and I mean, based on what Tubbs is saying, it seems as if the chief is working directly with Tubbs and not Hurley. Well, so what do we do with this information? We should find a way into the chief's room. I mean, we can try talking to him again, but I don't know if... We should go as ourselves, or, or, or use de- deception, or you see, Gwen never, start to get flustered because never took you for one of the sneaky kinds, Gwen. After my time here, I just I don't know. I I I just am a sneaky now. <laughs> That's all she can get out. She's so flustered. It must be those extra training sessions with Dale you've been doing, uh, moonlighting, ninja sneaking. Hold on, there's not ninjas in D&D. You think this is there's Final m- Fancy? Maybe Rogue. There's yeah. monks. Monks <laughs> and rogues. Monks. Makes a ninja. <laughs> has been Dale been teaching you how to steal? Because he steals hearts all the time. Ooh. Ooh. What a fair. That's like... That was good. That was so bad. No. You deserved it. That was a win. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out what our options are. If we wanted to use something like deception, I I like the idea of maybe going to the chief as Hurley with these blueprints, and I could seem to uh, act like I'm getting mad about it, like he's going behind my back with these things, maybe get him to try and talk to Hurley. Joxer looks super confused at the concept of... Hurley going out in public and talking to the chief. That's a good point. Also, I can't make myself look like I'm in a wheelchair without having a wheelchair. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure trying to be Hurley is uh, the best choice. Um, Dernaldi, we, we are mildly familiar with him. What did Dernaldi know, know about this? Or Soraya, I suppose. Well, it could be beneficial maybe to, uh, if Dinaldi doesn't know about it. Like, I could go in there and say, what is this? You're going behind my pocket and having things made without me? Whatever things are you doing without me? That, or uh, if Soraya was being a, a good lad and handing it off, could go either way. Or we could just go the, the safer route and go Tomba. All right, so I have one oh. gold coin. <laughs> We're going to have to flip it, because both of these ideas sound good. Do they? I like it. I, I, I like them. <laughs> I, so, I'm I'm going to push off Soraya, because she's supposed to know more that we don't know. So, Dernaldi sounds like a better a better choice to me, um, to not know about a thing. Well, the thing is, we need to get the chief to... Explain things that he wouldn't explain to us, you know? Yeah, and, and I feel like if if Soraya was that close, she would already know and he'd he'd immediately be concerned. Look, I'm for going in there and trying to get the chief to talk, and if you're talking about using your fancy face tricks uh, to convince the chief that you are Donaldi, that is so dangerous. Uh I'm I'm f- 
for it, but you have to understand that's potentially a suicide mission walking in there alone because I Darnaldi does not like us. And I'm assuming we're talking all this out in an alleyway because I'm just talking out loud. Darnaldi clearly doesn't like us. He, well, <laughs> he, he sent sent those to kill us. Sorry, Joxer. I mean, not to bring up bad times, but that is very dangerous for you to go alone like that. We can't go in there with you if you're going to try to to convince him that you are Donaldi. I agree. What if he did it backwards? If I go as the chief and go to Donaldi, see what he knows. Or we could just go in there as ourselves and say, hey, what's going on with this? The chief does know we've been asking questions. It's it wouldn't be out of character for us to do that. I mean, with this information we have here, is this proof enough to where we could get the, the hunters to turn against the chief? Well, there's really only one way to find out. It does seem like most here are pretty complacent with life in Wild Hill, but with what the chief appears to be planning and what's been going on with these monstrous creatures and just the darkness in the wilds. I can't imagine if the truth comes out about what's happening in Wild Hill behind the scenes that complacency is gonna gonna stand. Well, they might and, not care. They might say, he pays us to go and get these creatures. Whatever he does with the, with the bodies of them afterwards, that's, that's his business. That's yeah, well and I'm, good, but when the wilds are dead, what's left to hunt? I Surely they understand that, the natural way of things. I, I just don't think that they're they're going to look at it that way. They're they're going out for a hunt. What does a magic item have to do with ruining the wilds for them? I I don't think we have anything to share or upset. I, I mean, their their chieftain is making magic items. It's basic economy. They come here to hunt. The wilds are being destroyed. If the wilds are gone, there's nothing left to hunt. Yeah, but they don't see any signs that the wilds are going to be gone. They will soon. Soon, but not from us. We're not going to convince them that the wilds are going to disappear because of what the chief is doing. They're going to say, seems fine to me, and move on with their business. Okay. Soraya and her hunting party, Salrin, all those that saw the boars, and the, the blood bear, and everything else, anyone who has seen that has had at least some indication or proof or inclination that things are different. We, things we've said all along, we finally have some way to tie them together. Well, we could use her as, as the test subject to see how she reacts. Yeah. If, I... she ter- if, if she reacts negatively, we're not any worse off than we are now. That's true. She would probably want to take us to the chief. I think that would be our best bet, would be to get her and her group on our side so that we can go confront the chief together. Joxer just kind of starts to stretch a little bit. I am a little hungry. Looks over the longhouse. Well, we can go and see if they're in there. It's the only place I know to look at this time of day. Gwen, how do you feel about all this? Um, <laughs> if I have permission of the DM... Um, while they've been talking, I just turned into a lizard. Okay. I was I wouldn't have been paying attention, so it passes with me. Yeah, we're in pretty heated conversation right then. Uh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, um, no. I love it. My bag is dropped, and I am gone. I've gone <laughs> to the Tower of Testing. <laughs> oh okay. my As God. a little lizard. Okay. All right, roll uh, for okay. who sees, or you know, who, who sees her bag first. <laughs> Gwen, what do you think about all this? Gwen, where did Gwen go? I just pick up the bag. Oh no! Uh, I think right. uh, our decision's been made for us. I'm going to quickly rush and check to make sure Dale is inside the bag. Yeah, Dale is be. still there. Yeah, and uh, to kind of recap for you, Gwendolyn. If you are a little critter like that, I am tiny. Yeah, you get uh, you get double the time. Yeah, because of your blessing from <laughs> the wilds. So that's a two hour, uh, a two hour spell there. Um, cool. And so we, 
you guys are chit-chatting and and you turn and see the bag there with Dale in it and Gwyn. You have scurried off towards the longhouse and uh, everybody make perception checks as you've been kind of walking and quietly talking towards the longhouse. Ooh, 19. I got a natural 20. Why? Uh, okay. Seven, a hard seven. Not great, but I mean. 21 total. Nice. Who got a natural 20? Me, Davin. Davin okay. Mindstrider, played by Derek. <laughs> uh, Gwyn, <laughs> make a stealth check. All right. As your little lizard. I should have did Pass Without a Trace before I did this. <laughs> oh, no. Ah! Uh, critical one plus. Uh, oh, no. My not-so-great stealth. The lizard has a not-so-great stealth? Yeah, I don't think he does. <laughs> Let's see, what is it? What is stealth? Dexterity. X. Yeah, it's plus zero, so... <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So as you scurry off, Davin, you look up and you see... You, you've seen a few little critters in town, but not very many. And suddenly you see this little... <laughs> lizard scurrying away kicking up all this dust behind you as it just scurries away from you towards the tower of testing right about when you turn a corner to head towards the longhouse you see it scurrying towards the tower pretty quickly uh davin's gonna look and he's just gonna stop and pause for a second and then he's just gonna say maybe she went ahead to the to the longhouse let's just take our bag we'll find her i put the bag over my shoulder uh and carry it okay Okay, so you guys walk to the longhouse, and as you walk into the longhouse, you do see a uh, a few people in there. the The main breakfast rush has kind of calmed down, and the uh, the uh, people are um, there's not as many people in there. The people that are mostly are like townsfolks cleaning up and just kind of picking up dishes to take to clean and, and doing that sort of thing. But there's some food left out and some beverages and you do see a few hunters, nobody you recognize, but there's a few hunters sitting there and uh, just kind of finishing their drinks and chatting a little bit. I'd like to look around and see if uh, any of Soraya's party is here. Okay. Make a perception check. No. What in the world? It just went happened? all the way across the room. All right, guess a number. This is why you need more than one <laughs> set of dice. For yeah, this yeah, guess a number. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get it. Guess a number. Uh, eight. Thirteen. Sixteen. Three. J- Joxer goes straight for beer while he's uh, in, you know. <laughs> it was a sixteen. Yeah. <gasps> okay. I'm so good. So <laughs> seventeen with my perception. All right. So you, as you look around, you do see that nasty looking wizard mage man sitting in the corner by himself, not in the corner, sitting at the end, the end of the tables, the very end, all by himself, uh, just kind of sipping a beverage. That's all I see. Mm -hmm. That's the only one you see that you recognize. I mean, you see most of these faces are kind of familiar, but it's nobody you've interacted with. You've just seen them around town over these last several weeks that you've been here. Uh, I'm going to go walk up to him. Uh-huh. And is there salt on these tables? Uh, yeah, there's a little bowl with some seasonings, little bowls with little bits of seasoning. And one of them appears to be the pink salt. Okay. I'm going to take it and I'm going to sit down like right next to him. And I'm going to dump the entire thing of salt right on the table. And I'm going to spread okay. it out to a nice solid layer. And then I'm going to use a uh, prestige. No, um, I'm going to use mage hand and I'm going to start drawing out the teleportation circle that he used. He was the teleportation. Yeah, guy, right? that was him. I'm going to draw it out. And as best as I can remember, I'm going to look at him and say, I can't get it to work. What's wrong with this? All right. Make an arcana check as you draw it out. Okay. 13 plus 16 total. Okay. So he at least knows what you're trying to do. So as he looks at it, he just kind of, <laughs> that's that's way off (laughs) um and he starts to draw little scribbles here and there and he's like and it's not even just this you gotta know the incantations and everything 
Don't, don't worry about it. It, it took, it took me years to hone that skill in. Are you? Don't. He kind of looks around and he kind of gets quiet. He's like, "Are you a wizard?" Yeah, of course. I thought the wizardry, like, is. I thought it was frowned upon. Yeah, it is. But I'm useful. Oh well, I can see that. How long you been working with uh, Soraya? Uh, gosh, I, I think this is six years. You ask a lot of questions. I'm just curious. I've never actually met a wizard before. Yeah, well, I've never, I've never been asked questions about it before. I sit down next to them now with a little tray of food, not so close that I'm imposing, but just uh, just kind of sit down. Okay. He looks over at you and looks up at Davin. And looks Take at a the... bite of uh, the breakfast item on my plate. We're going to call it hash browns, but I'm not actually sure what it is. Uh, it's totally hash browns. That's what that, I mean. It looks like hash browns to me, of but of course it is. Uh, like I'm McDonald's gonna, nuggets is chicken. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> take a bite, kind of chew it a little bit, and with a slightly full mouth say, "How was some fireball out there in the wilds? That was impressive work." That um, that was a fire bolt, priest. Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen one. A fireball. You and all your friends would have been burned up with it. Oh, well, thank, thank the gods that it wasn't that. Indeed. The gods. And he starts slicing, like, uh, over-aggressively slicing into, like, a little sausage link on his plate. I'm going to go back to eating and let him continue his conversation with David, just trying okay. to disarm him slightly. Yeah. Okay. Joxer, Joxer gets a kind of next to Kriggs at this point. With a floating uh, uh, Stein and then two other two other you know uh, drinks, and uh, he's like, uh, either of you need a refill. What about you? Sure. He lifts his cup, his glass up to you, and looks at looks at you, Joxer, and he looks at Craig's and at Davin, and he says, "What's going on here?" Uh, late breakfast. breakfast, honestly. No, I mean, you guys are. Kind of all around me right now. What's the deal? Would you believe us if we said you just looked lonely and we want to keep you company? No. I didn't think so. Would you believe us if I said I have some information about the chief that would maybe upset you a little bit? He slowly sits up and looks at you. Continue. I looked at his the eyes get real. His eyes get real narrow as he looks at you. Uh... A mug uh, slowly floats down in front of him. <laughs> Here, take this angry man. Yeah. <laughs> he grabs it with one hand and slowly lifts it to his mouth and takes a, a medium-sized sip, kind of holds it as he continues to lock eyes in like the squinted stare at you, Davin. Craig's jocks are what do you think? So I uh, show him the pictures that we have? By, by all means. Chewing at my food. I'll take out the blueprints and I'll enroll it. And I'll say... This is um something the chief is having made out of a creature that we had killed the first day we came in. I don't really know exactly what the rules are around town, but something about this seems wrong to me. That they're going to create these increasingly difficult and evil creatures so that you kill them so that they can reap their rewards by making some sort of cr- crazy magical items out of them. Wait. They're, they're making magical items? Yes. I mean, you can look at this helmet here that he's got created. I don't know what it does, but it's definitely magical. He leans in real close and squints his eyes. Yeah. Right there. And he points to a little piece of the, some pieces of the, um, of the antlers that are kind of drawn onto the helmet. And he, you can see as he kind of draws his fingers on them, they start to kind of light up one by one that there is a light little, etchings of runes on the on the antlers themselves like and he says that's um and he just kind of starts reading kind of die not deny that die 
Yeah. They're using the they're using the power of these creatures to to imbue items with a similar ability. But why? I don't know. I was hoping maybe you'd have a little bit of information. I'll tell you what, if it's for gold, I don't know a single hunter who would stand for that. <laughs> We've been promised a fair share, and if we don't know what a fair share looks like, because we don't know what's going on. Wait a second. How do I even know that you got this from him? Maybe you did this. You're look, a magic guy. Look at the runes on this, and look at what I just drew in the salt, and tell me that came from me. It's the tinkerer, isn't it? Tobbs, yeah. And he said this isn't the first. He had a list of things that he'd been making for the, for the chief. I, I believe he said arrows, a dagger, a ring, ring some dust. It's starting to sound like a full set of armor, if you ask me, but that's just the humble opinion of a blacksmith. I'm not hungry anymore. He stands up. Thanks. Maybe we should talk to Soraya. You think she has an opinion about all this? I think if anyone's... I think if anyone's going to defend the chief on this, it's her. Well, then maybe we keep her out of it. Where's Mel? Have you seen Mel? Not on our way. I was hoping to see him here. Uh, he left a while ago. I think they're going to look for a job. We should go to the tower. All right. I mean, I didn't get a chance to eat or anything, but that's fine. I'll eat later. Uh, there's plenty of salt. <laughs> he starts to walk out. Um, Gwendolyn, we're going to jump to you real quick. You scurry. I just want to make it canon that I handed Davin a muffin that I had on my plate. <laughs> oh, great. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Kindness. I like it. No no hungry friends around Kriggs. I'm always so, thinking of my boo. Yeah, you are. Aww. So, Gwen, you scurry towards the Tower of Testing, and you get to the bottom like the to the the back kind of corner of it that faces the road mm -hmm. and make a perception check as you do so okay let me pull up my lizard form plus 10 on everything yep sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> 14 plus infinity <laughs> oh my gosh sorry Oh my gosh, 13. Okay, so as you scurry kind of up the wall of the tower, you hear a commotion in in the front. Oh. And you hear the chief speaking. And he's talking to, you don't know who it is, but he's, he's kind of saying things about, he's, he's, you're having a hard time making out exactly what he's saying, but you just kind of hear glimpses of like, talking about jobs and talking about um, just doing it because it's how we have to do it and not, uh, you know, not, I thought we just did our jobs and that sort of stuff. And, uh, but you, you, you kind of catch hints of that, but you don't hear the whole thing. And uh, suddenly, not suddenly, but you, you do notice also that hunters are kind of coming from all around. And this place is really filling up with hunters uh, coming presumably to find a job as the party, the group from the longhouse begins to make their way down towards the tower. Gwendolyn, you're crawling around on the outside of the tower as a lizard and the rest of the hunters are all kind of gathering, coming towards the tower. You kind of get the hint that maybe something uh, might be about to happen. And that's where we'll leave this episode. Ooh, excitement. Ooh. Yeah, Something yeah. might be about to happen. Something's about to go down. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend. And if you really enjoyed our show, tell the world. Leave a review. If you want to keep up with us and all the behind-the-scenes goofs and gaffes, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at The Hired Swords. Again, thank you for listening.